Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Ziazis, Head of Public Policy Research and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. It's Wednesday, June 9th at 10.30 a.m. in New York. We got a lot of questions following last week's podcast on new legislative efforts in the U.S. to compete with China. Much of it was driven by two key pieces of news. The first was the Biden administration increasing the number of companies from China on its restricted entities list, basically banning U.S. investors from putting money in them. The other was increasing media and White House scrutiny of the origins of COVID-19. Together, it underscored the notion we put forward last week. Despite some recent quiet, the U.S.-China relationship, which has grown tense in recent years, is set to get more strained, not less. So the question this begged was, what does more tension lead to? In our view, it probably solidifies the consensus among U.S. voters that China's interests might be incompatible with some of those of the U.S. That attitude enables an acceleration of trends that were already in motion that would unwind some of the economic interconnectedness between the U.S. and China. You've heard us talk about these trends before, globalization and the shift toward a multipolar world. But these trends don't occur without popular support pushing policies that make it so. The USICA, which we discussed last week, is effectively an investment in the U.S. maintaining, and in some cases building, a technological edge in areas considered essential for economic and national security. Coupled with the policies recommended by the White House's just-released supply chains report, the U.S. is building toward a future where those technologies develop alongside supply chains and products that are independent from a rival China. So how should investors prepare for a world where the two biggest economies are trying to disconnect? In short, be wary of companies that currently benefit from interconnectedness and embrace those that will benefit from the weakened position of those other companies. The former group, which we've called slobalizers, includes sectors such as global capital goods, U.S. semiconductors, and even autos as the traditional car incorporates more and more elements of sensitive technology. The latter group, which we've called emerging regional champions, include U.S. enterprise software and internet companies in Asia, two sectors where their counterparts across the Pacific have been global leaders but might now face challenges as the U.S. and China drop new rules of economic engagement. Bottom line, the U.S.-China relationship will be increasingly complex, tense, and economically impactful. Of course, we'll be tracking the impacts carefully and keeping you in the loop. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please share Thoughts on the Market with a friend or colleague or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 